我们很高兴能够在大家中间。In fact, could we have a couple people lift that onto stage here on the center? I get very excited to take of communion. I'm not sure if there's anything more supernatural that you and I can experience than taking communion together. While this bread and this cup represent the body of Christ. I believe that it is more than just a symbol. Believers of all time have believed there's a real presence of Christ in the bread and cup. So I don't ever want this to become boring to us. The thought of, of fellowshipping with the body and blood of Christ. First Corinthians 10 says that when we bless this bread, it's it's a it's a fellowship that we have with the body of Christ. And when we drink of this cup, there's some sort of fellowship that I have with the blood of Jesus. I don't understand what that means completely. There's a mystery to it. It's not simple. It's supernatural. I was praying for you today. And I was thinking, even as I was watching you worship, how I love you. And I, I thought about how I wanted to be a blessing to you. But sometimes the greatest blessing is to, to stay out of the way. To allow you to have time with him. There's a friend of mine, uh, his name is Dan, and he lives in San Jose. 
probably only seen Dan one time in the last 25 years. And he doesn't live that far away, but I just never see him. And yet he's one of the most important people in my life. Because 30 years ago, Dan was the one that introduced me to my wife Lisa. He kept telling me about this, this, this woman that he was going to bring to the church. And he would tell me, he goes, I don't know why you're dating these other girls. Trust me, she's better than all of them. Meanwhile, Dan was telling the same thing to Lisa. She said, Trust me, Lisa, I've met this guy and he's perfect for you. But I didn't know that he was talking to her. I thought he was just telling me about Lisa. And I remember when I first met her. When she first started singing at the church. I was amazed by her. And then I got to know her. And we got closer and closer. And then we decided to get married. And I'm so grateful for Dan. Because he introduced us. But I did not invite Dan to our honeymoon. Um, and I never talked to Dan anymore. I've seen him once in 25 years. But he did his job. I want to be careful with communion. Because there's a time that you are going to have with Jesus alone. It's a moment where his body somehow mysteriously fellowships with your body. And somehow this this cup and the, and the blood of Jesus somehow fellowships with you and your blood. And so I, I feel like my job is to bring you and Jesus together, just like Dan brought Lisa and I together, and then he needed to get out of the way. And 
I feel like the best thing I could do for you today is have you commune with Jesus and for me to get out of the way. I mean, the best thing that I could, if I were one of the disciples back then, pretend I was Peter or John, the best thing I could do is just introduce you to Jesus. How horrible would it be if Jesus wanted to minister to the people directly, but Peter and John kept stepping in front of him? And they were trying to be helpful, but really they were getting in the way. But the disciples knew better than that. They knew that there were things that Jesus could do that no one else could do. You know, this year marks 35 years that I've been preaching the Word of God. And I've always counted it an honor to teach the Word of God. I remember when I first started speaking, I would speak to youth. And remember, my desire was just to keep everyone's attention. I would be funny, I would use all sorts of illustrations. I would tell stories that I wanted to change their lives. And then I went to seminary and I began to study this book. And after seminary, I was very careful in my teaching. I wanted to be accurate about every verse that I taught. And, and all of those things are still in me. Every time I open this book, I want to be accurate. And I don't ever want to bore people with the Word of God because it's alive, it's active, it's good. But these last couple of years, something has changed in the way that I teach. Because I realize that the best thing I can do for you is not just pass information to you. The more I study the word, the more I realize that it's not just about intelligence and one person passing information to another. But so much of the interactions in Scripture went beyond intelligence. I want to show you a picture. It is my favorite painting in the world. 
这是我在这世界上最喜欢的一幅图画。I saw it when I was in Israel one time. 那幅图画是我在以色列见到的。And it brought me to tears. 它让我流泪。It was in a church and the entire wall was just this one painting. 那是在一个教会当中,一个整面墙就是这幅图画。And I just want to show it to you and let the picture minister to you. 我希望用我的能力尽可能描述出这幅图画，让这个图画来直接服侍你。So if we could put it on the screens right now. 我们是不是可以打上这幅图画？Can you put it on these? 有没有事先通过？ Over there. Okay. When I was in Israel, I stared at that picture for about half an hour straight. And my wife was with me, and she was just sobbing as she was staring at this picture. Most of you probably recognize the passage of scripture that this is taken from. It's from Luke chapter 8. Where the woman who had been bleeding for years and couldn't be treated She did everything she could to touch Jesus. Because the doctors couldn't do anything for her. But she just knew if I could just touch his robe, everything will be different. So I picture this sick woman as, as, as crowds are around. She's doing everything she can to get to Jesus. And 
And, and the scripture says the moment she touched him, Jesus stopped everything. 经文上记载，当这个女人碰到耶稣的衣裳的时候，耶稣就停止了一切的活动。And he said, "Who touched me?" 所以耶稣就问谁触触摸了我。And the disciples say, "Master, what are you talking about? There are crowds of people. Everyone is touching you." 门徒说很奇怪，说这么多人，夫子啊，你为什么说谁碰你呢 ？And Jesus, no, 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 someone specifically touched me because I felt the power come out of me. 耶稣说不不不，有人碰触我，而且我感觉到能力从我身上流出去。And then the woman speaks up and says. It was me. I touched you, Jesus. So, so that woman just 没有办法，只好起来承认说，是是我，是我碰了你的衣裳。And Jesus says, "Daughter, your faith has made you well." 耶稣就跟他说，女儿啊，你的心救了你Does that look like your hand today? 那个图画上伸出来碰耶稣衣裳的手，像是你的手吗 ？Did you come here today thinking I have to touch him? 你今天来这里，有这样的一个渴盼，说我一定要碰到耶稣的嗓子吗？ This is the only thing I want in life is just to touch him. 这是我一生当中唯一要的一件事情，就是能够碰触他。Or did you come here because you just wanted to learn something? 还是你来今天来只是想学一些新东西？ See, my job as a pastor is to be like John the Baptist. 你知道吗？我的工作一个牧师，我的工作就像施洗约翰。Remember when John's disciples started saying, "Hey, everyone's starting to leave, and they're going to Jesus." 你还记得吗？施洗约翰的门徒就跟他说，大家都离开啊，大家都去找耶稣了。And John the Baptist says, "That's great." I, 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 this is what I want. I am the forerunner. I want you to go to him. I don't want you to to be with me. I'd much rather you be with Jesus. But 施洗约翰说，很棒，很棒。我只不过是开路的先锋而已。我要你们去跟他。Because, because I know I'm baptizing you with water, but the one that's coming, he's going to baptize you with fire and the Holy Spirit. Because I know I'm baptizing you with water. 但这位可以用火跟圣灵为你们施洗。That's why when we come to communion, a time when we're going to celebrate the body and blood of Jesus, I don't want to give you a whole sermon about something else. 这是为什么？当我今天看到饼杯的时候，我们要庆祝一起跟基督有一个连接的时候，我真的不想占篮成为中间的篮主。
I just want to get out of the way and beg you to be like her. 我只想让路，求你就像这个血肉的妇人一样，有这样的渴望。Because there were hundreds of people around Jesus. 因为在那个时候有成百的人围绕着耶稣。He probably bumped into lots of people. 也许他撞见，撞到了许许多多的人。But there was one woman. Who was reaching out in faith? But there was this one woman who was reaching out in faith. If we believe that somehow the presence of Jesus is here with us, 如果我们相信耶稣的今天的同在就在我们中间 ，something can be passed to us today. 以至于有些能力、有些东西可以流到我们身上。It's not just information from a sermon. 不只是听讲道所得到的知识。You could touch him today. 你今天就可以碰触他。You could fellowship with him today. 你可以今天跟他有一些交通。He is the creator. 他是创造者。He gave his life for you. 他为你牺牲了他的生命。He suffered for you. 他为你受苦。He wants to be with you today. And he wants you to fellowship with the body and blood of Jesus. He today hopes you can connect with Jesus' body and blood. But he wants you to come before him in faith. But he wants you to come before him in faith. With expectation, 带着期待。See that woman was so different. She was the opposite of the people from Jesus's hometown. 这个女人是何等的不一样，跟在当时耶稣家乡的人。Jesus said in his hometown he could not do hardly any miracles because of their unbelief. 耶稣说，在他的家乡，这些人没有办法，他没有办法做任何的神迹奇事，因为他们不信。But when people come with expectation， 但是当人带着期盼来的时候 ，That's when you see the miracles in Scripture。这时候你会看到经文当中所记载的各样神迹奇事。Are you expecting to fellowship with Jesus today？ 你期待今天可以耶跟耶稣有一个联合，有一个交通吗 
the Lord Jesus on the night in which he was betrayed. He took a piece of bread and he broke it. And he said, This is my body. And it's broken for you. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. He says, This cup. It's the blood of the new covenant. And it was shed for you. And he says, as often as you do this, you'll, you'll proclaim my death until I return. So followers of Jesus for the last 2,000 years have been doing what we're about to do. And powerful things happened when people took of the bread and the cup. Remember when Jesus was walking with those strangers after his resurrection? He was Jesus, the risen Christ, was talking to people. But they didn't know who he was. Until he took the bread and broke it. And suddenly their eyes were opened. And they knew it was Jesus. But then he disappeared. See, there was something about the breaking of the bread and the drinking of the cup that was mysterious. Where suddenly their eyes were opened. Jesus was talking to them for a long time. They had no idea who he was. But then he broke the bread. And something happened. It's just like this picture. Jesus wasn't teaching them right then. It wasn't about words. It was about touching him. And then something was given to her. Something was given to her that no one else could give her. And I believe that can happen to us right now. This is why I love what we're about to do. We're going to fellowship with him. But the Bible warns that we have to be careful. In 1 Corinthians 11, it says we must examine ourselves. 
Before we eat of the bread or drink of the cup. In fact, he explains that some people were sick and some people died because they took of this improperly. He says, because you do it without recognizing the body of the Lord. In fact, Paul told the Corinthians, every time you take communion, he goes, it's not for the better, it's for the worse. He goes, when you take it, there's divisions in your church. And some people think that they're better than others in the room. He says, you're not recognizing that we are the body. He goes, that's why many of you are sick. And some of you people have died. Now this doesn't mean that Every time you're sick, it's because you took communion the wrong way. But the scriptures do teach that this could be the cause of sickness today. There's no other warning like that in the New Testament. That's why there ought to be a little bit of a fear when we take of the bread and cup. It's very much like when the high priest would go into the Holy of Holies. He knew there was a real chance that he could die entering into the presence of God. So he very carefully went into the Holy of Holies. So in the same way, we must be careful when we take of this. Over the last two months, my wife and I have visited a lot of different churches. We were actually at a Catholic church, an Anglican church, an Orthodox church. And I thought it was interesting how they spent an hour preparing to take of the bread and the cup. All the things that they would read and all of the, the songs they would sing were preparing them for this moment. I'm not saying that I agree with all of their theology. But I love the honor that they showed the bread and the cup. They understood this was something that was serious. 
And so today I remind you we are about to enter the presence of Christ. So I believe it's even greater than the high priest going into the Holy of Holies. Because we are talking about God Himself entering into our bodies. So examine yourself right now. See if there's any type of bitterness against someone else in the body of Christ. Any conflicts you have with one of his sons or daughters? If you're unwilling to forgive a brother or sister in Christ, please do not take of the bread and cup. Because there's a danger to this. I know we've all been hurt by different people. And we ourselves have hurt other people. But this is the time when we put all of that aside. And we reconcile with one another. Before we take of the bread and cup. But if today you do not believe in Jesus who died on the cross for you, or you're still holding on to some unforgiveness, then do not take of this today. You can just observe. But for the rest of us, this is one of the most thrilling things we can do. We are going to reach for Jesus right now. So when you came in, uh, one of the ushers gave you the communion cup. And Yes, will come around if you didn't get one, and there's a lot of people with their hands up. If we can pass those to them, we'll wait for you. Because it's very important that we do this together. Because we are the body of Christ. And so God is watching us from heaven right now. And He wants to see that we are together as His body. 
It's when we are in unity that God commands a blessing upon us. That's what Psalm 133 teaches. Somehow when there is division, God says then this is this is pointless. Is there anyone else that did not receive the bread that would like to in the cup? This is so important. That we come in love with one another. So Father, I pray for the bread that is in this room. I pray that you would bless this bread. Only you know in your infinite mind what happens to the bread, if anything. God, we just ask your blessing upon what we do. We want to commune with you. We want to Father, I pray over the bread, I mean over the cup that we're about to drink. We who take of this cup believe that it is by the blood of Jesus we are forgiven. We're washed, washed clean by your blood. It is this blood that makes us whiter than snow. It is your miraculous blood that cleanses us of all of our sin. So we want to fellowship with the blood of Jesus. 
，所以我们要跟耶稣的宝血有一个联合。So all of you drink of it. 我们所有人一起来领有杯You have the worship team come back up. I know a lot of times when I preach, I I call people to repent. Sometimes I call people to go and do something. 或者是有些时候，我会呼召你去做某些事。But today I believe this is just a time for us to receive. 但是我相信今天这个时刻，我们就是要一个接受的时刻。A time when we just fellowship with the body and blood of Christ. 这个时刻是我们跟基督的身体，跟他的宝血。有一个联合，有一个交通的时刻。So let's just spend some time enjoying the fellowship that we have with the body and blood of Jesus right now. 所以，让我们享受跟基督的身体跟宝血一起联合交通的时刻。
我们毫无缝隙
又死去了，现在活过来，我真可惜。
Where the dead be 
Just because He 